Hey friends, we're back and today we're talking about food intolerance symptoms. So what do food and intoler food intolerances, should I say, and symptoms really have to do with each other? You've heard me say this before, autoimmune disease, chronic illness, those symptoms that won't go away, Think of them like a tree with many roots, meaning there are many root causes for everything that you're experiencing symptom-wise, including those food intolerance symptoms. And these things may not even seem like they're related to food, like a headache, for example. Why focus on food intolerances and the symptoms that come from them is a question that I hear a lot, especially when there might be bigger and more dangerous food allergies to discuss. And I assure you, there are. But it's easy. Most people are eating foods they can't tolerate, having big symptoms from it, and they don't even know it, right? In my experience, about 80% of the people that I've helped over the years have symptoms coming from a food that they have adamantly claimed. I don't have a problem when I eat whatever that food is. So today, you're going to learn what food and symptoms have to do with each other and why it matters for your healing journey, no matter what you're healing from. Welcome to the Autoimmune Revolution Podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Welcome. If this is your first time listening, I'm Audrey Christie. I'm a functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner. I help women start their very own autoimmune revolution so you can stop chasing symptoms and learn how to become the healer in your home and your human suit, which guess what? It allows you to heal from autoimmune disease. So overall, food allergies, food sensitivities, and food intolerances are on the rise, on the dramatic rise. Statistically, we know that one in four people have an issue, if let's say, with a particular food, but they are aware of it. There are many, many more people suffering from the same issue, but they haven't connected the dots yet, maybe even in a little denial. Even further, a bunch of people blame the wrong food, often because they've read a book about gluten or lectins or some other nutrient that must be the thing causing their issues. Now, many researchers have proposed the reason that these food issues are on the rise and they become so prevalent is a result of our food manufacturing and farming processes. Frankly, I don't think they're wrong at all, but it's just one piece of the puzzle. Literally every person I have talked to has some sort of food sensitivity symptom. Sometimes it's a little misguided, right? Kathy came to me unsure what was causing her inflammation and swelling. She had so much fluid weight. It was apparent on her extremities, on her trunk, in her face. It was almost like she had this fluid layer of insulation. She had given up lectins because she had read that those were problematic for people and her Symptoms of fluid retention hadn't gone away, but she had added all of these other symptoms. Now, come to find out, Kathy wasn't sensitive to lectins at all. She was actually sensitive to dairy, but it took her symptoms over 24 hours to appear from that. So that confused her. It made her think like, well, gosh, I'm, dairy must be fine for me. Once we straightened that out, almost all of her symptoms fell away and we were left with just a couple of things to chase down. Now, there are two ways to know if you have food intolerance symptoms. The first way, the first way is to assume that if you have a recurring symptom, you have a food intolerance, right? If there's a symptom that there, then there is a root cause in the food you eat. It's not the only root cause, but there's a root in there somewhere. And then the second way is if there is an obvious intolerance, right? Some intolerances are 
clear, very, very obvious, like dairy intolerances is one that I hear a lot. If you have a dairy intolerance and you eat a bowl full of conventional ice cream, you may be in the bathroom with stomach aches, bloating, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, or maybe something less um, pattern altering like heartburn. Even if your symptoms aren't that obvious or immediate, refer to the first point. If you have a recurring symptom, there is something further to investigate nutritionally. Again, it's not the only thing, but it is something to investigate. Intolerances are generally caused by enzymatic issues in the body. These little things called enzymes do the work of breaking down food so that it is in usable pieces for your human suit to use in order to build tissue and bone and chemical messengers and hormones and neurotransmitters and all the things, okay? Whether your food intolerance is obvious or not, right? Whether those symptoms are obvious or not, if you're having symptoms, it could be a direct result of the enzyme or the gland or the organ that produces it, or it could be a downstream effect of the enzyme. What all that means is that you could be experiencing symptoms caused by food molecules that aren't supposed to be in your bloodstream, finding their way in there, right? And then your immune system reacts to them. And this is because our immune system is so freaking awesome. It doesn't just react, but it also remembers that offender for next time. So it's easy to kind of see here how if you don't know what you're reacting to and you keep consuming it, and I know for myself, I'm a creature of habit with my meals, then it doesn't take long for that inflammation to be triggered and then to build up and to lead to autoimmune conditions or other symptoms like acne and joint pain and eczema and psoriasis and weight gain and swelling and fatigue and headaches and migraines and all of the things just because it puts such a strain on your body. Now, you can test for these food intolerances, and there's two main ways to test. One is a lab test for food intolerances, okay? There is a lab test for that, right? But the caveat is they aren't super accurate, and a lot of times they lead to a bunch of food restrictions that are not necessary. So these unnecessary food restrictions, they will heal the problem in the short term, but generally that problem comes back because they're only masking symptoms. These tests can be useful if nothing else is making sense to sort of guide you in the direction you might should look, but know that they are just a snapshot in time and they should never be looked at for long-term restrictions. The second one is the elimination test. Now, this is still the gold standard, even with all the new technology and all the new lab tests out there. Technology just can't do what the human suit can to tell us what is going on inside. That's why connecting to and learning to sort of tune into the messages your body is trying to send is so much more important than any lab test. And it's a lot of the important work that we do in the autoimmune revolution. Now, you can simply start with a category of food, let's say dairy, since that's been my example of choice this episode, and not have dairy for at least three, but preferably five days. Not have it at all. No, like, oops, I had some cheese, or oh, I didn't see dairy as an ingredient, but not have it at all. During that time, you're going to keep track of your food, like what you ate, not necessarily how much, your symptoms, including mood, your sleep, and your bowel movements. Then on day six, give dairy a whirl again. Have some cheese, have some milk, or whatever your normal dairy pattern is for another one to two days. Take the same notes and then compare. And then you're going to do the same thing with at least all three of the major allergens, gluten, dairy, and eggs. You will be amazed at what comes up for you. 
You can get more information on the hows and the whats to figuring out your food intolerance symptoms by heading over to the show notes page at audreychristie.com forward slash 132 and downloading the free Kickstart Your Autoimmune Revolution guide. It has five steps to get you started. And then the second email you'll get is a tracker for this exact elimination test. Use it and see what comes up for you. You'll also have the option of getting on the upcoming wait list for the VIP founding member uh, information for the autoimmune revolution group, where we'll be working through my five R's to healing from autoimmune disease, rest, reset, restore, rise, and reinforce so that you can stop fighting the autoimmune warrior fight and become an autoimmune conqueror. To wrap this up, food intolerance plays a big role in our human suits. Your body uses literally every food you put in your mouth as the building block for a cell and function in your body. So learn to tune in and figure out your food intolerances, and that will be revolutionary in your journey to wellness. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a second, it would mean the world to me. If you would leave a quick rating or review on your favorite podcast provider, this helps me get more people starting their own autoimmune revolution. I'd be oh so grateful. As always, I hope you have the most magical rest of your day, friends, and I challenge you to leave your world however you can a little bit better than how you found it when you got up this morning. Be well. Thank you for listening to the Autoimmune Revolution Podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated. 